Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Santer. We're in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson's joining us. He's at, of course, the First Bank Studio in Laurel, and we're glad you're with us. Want to thank uh, First Bank for all they do for the Eagle Hour. Quick reminder before we get to the show: Christmas is about what 18, 19 days away now, and it's not too late. To contact Dickie's Barbecue if you've got an upcoming Christmas party at your office, your church, or your home. They do a great job of Christmas catering. They're waiting for your phone call right now, and they can cater a Christmas occasion of any size. Assistant Athletic Director for Development Lee Applewhite is on the show today. Also, Catherine Maloney from DBAT a little later. Tomorrow on the show, head football coach Will Hall and assistant basketball coach Anthony Winchester so uh, we've got uh, lots of Southern Miss stuff to talk to you about uh, here over the next few days. All right, uh, get with Kelly and uh, and Luke for a moment. Uh, guys, I think we need to address this first. These rumors continue to swirl everywhere. Uh, Luke, uh, the latest you may have on the rumors involving the uh, quarterback transfer from LSU. And guys, let's also talk about the more and more discussion about the Golden Eagles and Marshall joining uh, the Sun Belt at the end of the year, which technically would mean uh, before football of next fall. Luke, we'll start with you. Yeah, no confirmed reports on this. Just just chatter that that Miles Brennan has been seen in Hattiesburg uh, today on the campus of Southern Miss, and of course, take that for what it's worth. But but people have uh, have visibly seen him today, um, is what we're being told, and and uh, so. That's uh, that that's unique, and you don't know if that's just uh, related to Southern Miss alone, or if he's possibly making the rounds. But it, it makes sense from what we've been hearing, really, from every single angle. A lot of chatter on social media last night that that the former LSU starter um, was possibly considering coming to Southern Miss. Uh, but yeah, it appears that he is, or was, or has been in Hattiesburg in the last twenty four hours. And Kelly Sander, if he were to come to Southern Miss, would he be a Sun Belt Conference quarterback next fall? That's that is really. I don't think the the bigger. I don't think the bigger question is is Miles Brennan coming to Southern Miss. I think that's done. Me personally, and again, no official word, but I think that's done. That second question is the big one, Bob. Does he become the starter? Here's where he would fit in if he won the job. All right, he's got one year as. Right now, right now, he has one year left of eligibility. If he were to plug that hole for another year, you'd give Ty Keys and some of these younger guys a little bit more time to mature, a little bit time to get bigger, faster, stronger, etc. Then Brennan would make his exit, um, and then Ty Keys or who, you know whoever the heir apparent would be in after that. And I want everybody to understand: we are not. If Miles Brennan is in camp this fall, we are not endorsing any quarterback. All right, we're just talking about if he were to win that job. He would be there for a year to groom these younger quarterbacks, and then he goes the way of the Buffalo, and these other guys step up. Another question that has to be asked, as long as we're dealing with hypotheticals, is if he does become the starter, if you're one of these younger quarterbacks that comes in, how do you feel about 
this kid who was at LSU, you know, coming in and perhaps winning the starting job when you thought you were going to have a you know shot at the start. I'm just saying we're dealing with different athletes these days, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be unusual for some quarterbacks to say, well, if he's going to come in and get the job, then I'm leaving. They could all learn a lesson from the kid that's now the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Right. That was the quarterback of the national championship team and got benched and never thought about leaving. He finished out his time there, then transferred when he had one year left. He had finished his four years at Alabama and went to Oklahoma. Now he's playing in the NFL. I would hope, uh, Luke Johnson, that that we have kids on the on the team that are mature enough to understand that, they uh, do, and, that and this kid can help that. us. There's a place for that. It's just a different world. And just to, to answer something that Kelly was discussing yesterday, Miles Brennan has already been redshirted. So he, he was at LSU at 17 and 18. He and uh, he he redshirted, I think, in 18. And uh, so this year was his uh, would have been his uh, senior season. So yeah, he's got one year left, and I guess that's because of of some type of medical that that went on. Um. Yeah, you you want to look at it as if this year's taught you anything. You got to have depth at every position. Really, really importantly, at the quarterback. To to follow up with the second part of your question, will he be a Sun Belt quarterback, Bob? And and the reason for that is there has been a lot of traction gaining that that Southern Miss and and Marshall and Old Dominion and James Madison will be in the Sun Belt uh, possibly next year. Now, this is the the most recent. That's the story that's been passing around. Scott Prather is on uh, is part of ESP, the ESPN affiliate uh, WR one hundred three point three FM down in Lafayette. He had an interview yesterday with Dr. Brian Maggard, who is a, the University of Louisiana's vice president of intercollegiate athletics, which he's the director of athletics. Prather, the reporter, asked the AD at Louisiana if Marshall would be playing next year because that's that's who their their uh, bowl opponent is. Quote: Maggard said, "I think you'll see all four schools in all sports, with the exception of James Madison football, to start in the Sun Belt next season for the 2022-2023 year." That is the AD at Louisiana yesterday saying. All sports except James Madison football because they have to make the uh, the transition from FCS to FBS. So as far as the uh, Louisiana AD is concerned, Southern Miss is going to be in the Sun Belt next year. Lee Applewhite, I'm not asking you to comment on that, but I, w- I want to get your take on this. Since it was announced that Southern Miss uh, was moving to the Sun Belt, you deal with uh, people who donate a lot of money and support to the school. What was the general reaction uh to the people that back the program about that move. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on today. I uh, always enjoy coming back, spending time with you guys, but uh, all positive. I, I don't think I had one negative comment. Um, you know, several years ago, you might have had some negativity because you, you know, folks viewed it as a, you know, just a lateral move, but not now. Uh, it's definitely feels like a step up for us. Uh, a lot of different reasons why, um, you know, but, but, all positive reaction, and uh, you know we have a lot of momentum because of that. Now I know you're a baseball guy like me, and I know people tend to think about it going to the Sun Belt playing football. But Kelly and I have talked about this a lot. This is a big step up for the baseball program too. There's no question. Uh, you know, it's you've got Louisiana Lafayette. That's always a really good baseball team. Obviously, South Alabama. Coastal Carolina, (laughs) us, you know, this last year, Conference USA, I believe, had four 
that made regionals. Uh, you know, the Sun Belt only had one last year, but they're they're normally you know very powerful baseball teams that usually make it to the postseason. So it's going to be interesting to see when this all gets going. You know how how that all pans out. You know, and we're going to have some some really good rivalries that that build. Uh, between those schools, and I, I'm for one, very excited about. Well, it. that's one thing I wanted to bring up too, and that is, and we've talked about this on the show, the the opportunity to to develop some rivalries that people can travel to. You can go to Lafayette, you can go to Monroe, you can go to Mobile, you can go to Troy. These are great potential rivalries, and I think we badly need that in football. No, no question about it. I mean, I know that the outcome wasn't great, but look at the fan uh, support that we had at South Alabama. For the football game right. this year, uh, you know, just just a tremendous atmosphere that it creates. You know, uh, it, it allows these fans to to just hop in their car and drive. You really some places you really don't even have to get a hotel room. You can drive there and drive right. back. That's right. So uh, you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's going to save money for us on travel, but also you know also help us financially as as we get into this conference and some other moves are made. I think it's going to be very, very good in all sports. Are you saying it's not financially wise to take the girls' volleyball team to El Paso, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. You know, it's not only football, but you, but all sports. You know, you're, you're no sending question. them. You know, really, literally from from El Paso, Texas to to Miami. I mean, that's right. a long way. No question. And and when you look at when you look at the upgrade of facilities of all these schools too, you know, Louisiana Monroe now is starting to pump a bunch of money into the athletic program. And that's a nice town too. That would be a great weekend place to go. Right on the I twenty, you know, corridor there. And you've also had the the huge upgrades at James Madison, which allowed them to make the transition to the to the higher you know football uh, situation. So you, this. This the whole thing has been a domino effect. As the league has gotten better, schools have started thinking, well, we better get better. All right, we better start putting some money into facilities. And it's happening. The question that I wanted to ask, Lee, is COVID has been such a big – it's obviously been a problem, but with all due respect to the country, it's also been a big excuse. A lot of people have used COVID for an excuse when it might not have been, you know – needed to be used as an excuse have that was a concern to me as far as raising money for southern miss or have people stepped up all right and, let's hold that thought because we're in a okay. break right now lee can answer that when we come back going to talk more about fundraising with lee Applewright, the assistant athletic director for development uh, Catherine maloney will be on the show later to dress this crew up both intellectually and looks and everything else we're looking forward to that. She can verify to the actual time that Luke ran. We may do the, a little investigation <laughs> okay. of this. Five, That's right, right. two, eight. <laughs> we'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, glad you're with us on the Southern Miss Network, uh, the <laughs> on the Super Talk Network, uh, where we talk about Southern Miss. Glad you're with us, or online, wherever you're tuned in this afternoon. We greatly appreciate it, just like we do, Miss Kathleen and the crew at Campus Bookmark, which is a must-stop for any Golden Eagle during the Christmas shopping season. Kelly, we got a 
we got to get her on the show in the next week or so. I bet she's got all kinds of Christmas stuff. I don't know that she's going to have time to talk to us, Bob. Really? Have you been yeah. by there lately? No, they're busy. Yeah, they're keeping pretty busy. Yeah, so we really appreciate them. Hope that you'll uh, make them part of your Christmas shopping experience. Okay, Catherine Maloney joining us here in just a few minutes. Will Hall, head football coach at Southern Miss. Lots to ask him about tomorrow. He'll be on the Eagle Hour at 1 o'clock. But right now we've got assistant AD for development, Lee Applewhite. Kelly, I mean, uh, Lee, Kelly was asking you a question before uh, the break. I'll let you answer that. Well, the thing about COVID, um, not only Southern Miss had to deal with it, everybody in the country had to deal with it. Um, it you can't really be using it as an excuse, but – it was a tough time. Yeah, uh, it was a really tough time, um, and I go back every time to our leadership, uh, Dr. Bennett, Jeremy McLean, uh, got us through that, and uh, they they kind of pieced it together, made everything work. Um, you know, all of our staff stayed intact. It, it just, I, I I don't I don't know how they did it to be honest with you, but they did, and so. Um, you're very thankful to them for that. But since then, guys, it's it's we've been heading in the right direction. And uh, you know, in a couple years from now, we're going to be sitting here, and some really exciting things are going to be happening. And um, you know, our donors can sense that. And and we've had a really really good year uh, as far as fundraising goes. And what people need to understand too is there are different entities at Southern Miss that that sometimes they kind of blur the lines as to who you're giving your money to. Let me just use an example. Because I give money to the Eagle Club every year, which specifically goes towards scholarships. Well, you've also got the Southern Miss Foundation. You've got the Southern Miss Alumni Association. You've got all these different entities. And some companies will match contributions that you make to universities, but only certain aspects of the university. For example, the company that I work for outside of Supertalk will will double a contribution to the foundation, but will not double a contribution to the Eagle Club, which I don't think is fair, Lee, but I'm not the one writing the checks. But that's not unusual, you say? No, it's not. Uh, you know, and I would encourage everyone, uh, you know, to check into that to see if, if your company will match, because uh, that helps us tremendously. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, there are some companies that will only match the University Foundation so on some some I've seen only would match athletic foundation. So it just depends on your company. Uh, but there's some paperwork you fill out, and we have a lot of these, you know, that come in every single day uh, that people get uh, a match, and they and they come directly from the company. So that's a very very good thing and a good avenue. I would I would ask everybody to check into because that's, that's really free helps. money. Absolutely, absolutely. A uh, few few people I want to mention, you know, with athletic foundation, you know, I mostly deal. Uh, with major gifts, and um, the Circle of Champions is the bloodline of Southern Miss Athletics, and we've had uh, a really good year as far as Circle of Champion membership. And there's a, I'd like to mention the last four of these folks uh, because they're Southern Miss through and through, and 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 I know this is a Southern Miss show, and and I think these people ought to be supported by Southern Miss people, and and that's what we do. You know, that's what our fans do. They love to support businesses that are Southern Miss. Oriented. So, uh, Skip and Tracy Russell uh, with uh, Russell Popeyes out of McGee. Uh, they they actually I think they just opened their uh, restaurant in Greenwood yesterday. So they're they're doing really well uh, having Popeyes all over the state. Uh, good friend of y'all I know, uh, Kevin Harrison, Kevin and Linda Harrison, uh, most recent Circle members, Rick, uh, Heritage Vision, 
uh, should support Kevin. Uh, John and Pamela Munger with Chick-fil-A. Uh, they, they have recently uh, joined the Circle of Champions and also Hank and Melinda Lott. Uh, Hank uh, owns Magnolia Construction Supply in Summerall. So uh, please support those folks. But If only those poor people at Chick-fil-A could get some business. You know what I mean? Well, I always said if you, if you want to vaccinate the entire country, give the vaccine to the workers at Chick-fil-A Good and have everybody Lord. drive through. Have you ever seen a business like <laughs> but, that? But they get people through there, though. That's, that's, yeah. that's some saying. Lee, we, we, do, we do need to ask a question about you know, the circle of champions. So yeah. we, we do want to acknowledge that Kelly Sander uh, had a meeting with you and he, uh, he, he gave to the university and, and, uh, but, but what we heard was is that he actually made you buy lunch that day in order to get that financial gift out. Of offer, he tried, that? he tried. I, I took care of it, but he tried to. Um, but Kelly made a great donation. We're very thankful for that. And I plan, and I plan, and I encourage all Eagle Club members to whatever you do this year, you know, try to top it by, you know, maybe 10 or 15% this year, and try to make that an annual habit because obviously the cost of things go up. And, you know, you hear people say, well, I've been an Eagle Club member for 30 years. That's great. But if you're given the same amount today as you did 30 years ago. I'm glad you mentioned that because – It doesn't go as far. You're right because our, our expenses go up every sure. single year. Scholarships go up. And, uh, you know, our, our end-of-the-year solicitations are going out right now so people can actually join the Eagle Club now and, you know, have it for next year and you can still, you know, put it on your taxes this year. So uh, there's an option there to increase 10%. Or whatever percentage you want to, so I would really encourage people to do that. Thank you for there has to be up. a catch about Santa giving you money. What what was the catch? There has to be some more. Well, to I it told you guys, Hideki Matsuyama won the Masters. I got into a pool with some guys, and we did this draft. I said, "Give me Hideki Matsuyama. This guy has been underachieving. Goes and wipes out everybody at the Masters." I, I came in. I came into a little bit of uh, some oh, potatoes. You know, maybe that, maybe that's some good luck that's going to continue because if I, I could count up the amount of people that have told me, when I win the lottery, y'all are going to get some of that money. Well, so he's maybe. out this year because he's bet on the Bengals to oh. win the Super Bowl. So, so he, he did also it. sell his mansion at Cambridge. That yeah, he's too. probably got a lot of cash right now. Yeah, I'm on your side, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, Lee. Lee, could you could you like even on air right now, like give your pitch and and hit Sander up for more money as an example? We already like talk- a very real way. It, but, listen, uh, it, 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 he he's the one that came to me. You know, he he wanted to help. Sander, and, uh, absolutely, he came to me, and all, all I did was was buy he drunk? A cup of coffee. Was he drunk? No, I don't believe. Well, I just hit it really well. <laughs> no, but but uh, and and bless his heart, when I gave him the check, he looked at me and said. Are you sure? <laughs> really? I, I really? said, yes, I'm sure. Take it. Go. And it cleared. Did it clear? Well, that was my next question. It, it How many times did. did you have to send it back through the bank? None that I know of. Is that right? No. And like I said, my, my goal is to you know maybe up at 10% every year. And that's, that's my personal plea to all Eagle Club members and new members is as you budget, you know, plan on just kicking it. Kicking it in the rear end every year, I mean, just just a little bit. Now we have a we have a very dear friend on this show that I know you honored a couple of years ago at a football game for his support of the Eagle Club, and that's the one and only Al Holder. Absolutely, Al's been a supporter of Southern Miss a long, long time, and uh, 
you know, I know he can't make it to as many games as he used to, but uh, we, we certainly appreciate Al and all he's done. He can't also afford to eat filet mignons anymore, so he's, he's adapted applesauce, so that's one of the reasons why there's extra cash. Again, I'll never make fun of applesauce again. There, well, there, there's a story out there that Al Holder went to the coaching staff at Southern Miss one time and said, you really need to look at this Vic Purvis kid as a quarterback. I think, <laughs> wow. I think he's going to well, be Well, I'll okay. tell you what, I saw pictures out. of Al yeah. Holder in New York the night of the NIT tournament with hair, with black hair. Hmm. Yeah. That's going, that's that's going back. We, that's going back. When we, when we speak like this to people, like it means we really love them. So I know it, if you get yeah. criticized on the Eagle Hour and made fun of, it's actually in a term of endearment. Yeah. yeah. There's a rumor about you I wanted to bring up while oh, we're no. there. See, to prove my point, there we go. <laughs> Look, he turned pale. Did you notice that? He's backing away from me just a little bit. How can people join the Eagle Club, Mr. Applewhite? Well, it's easy, man. There's several different ways. You can pick up the call, phone and call, 601-266-5299. Uh, you can do it online. Uh, it's very easy. Any one of us in the office will be happy to help you anytime. You can walk right into the Felici Center and come to the Eagle Club Foundation or the, the Athletic Foundation, the Eagle Club side. And we'll be happy to get you taken care of. Now, with that mentioned, Lee, you know, the, the contributions they were making this year with per win, people were pledging, yeah. you know. Per, yeah, is that, how'd that go? Is that part of the Eagle Club? A- absolutely. That money goes to the Eagle Club. And, you know, we're, we've been kind of talking about that the last couple of weeks. Hopefully we can roll that over to next year and, and keep everybody on board because more wins are coming. And uh, that, that, get, that money goes straight to the Eagle Club. So that, that really helps scholarships. And, and let me explain how that works, that, that if you don't think that you can be a heavy hitter, which, believe me, every, every bit helps. But if you don't think you can be a heavy hitter but have you know, a little bit of money here that you want to help out, pledge per win. On the, and they can put it, set it up on your, your credit card. So every time Southern Miss wins a football game, then you're committing X amount. You know, to So the contribution could vary from yep. year to year. Yep. And we're and hoping next also, year there will be a lot of money mm-hmm. coming in on that. And you could also pledge per touchdown as well online. You could do that as well. So we had some folks to do that. But we had a really good response uh, from the pledge per win. You know, We didn't get the amount of wins we wanted to this year, but those are coming. So uh, as we continue to improve this program and get where we all uh, want to be and know we can be. so. And I just want to put Bob and Luke in their place. Not only am I an Eagle Club member, but I am also per win pledge member. I do both. I'm just speechless. I don't know. You must have been drunk. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm just, I just love the Eagles, Bob. Just love the Eagles. Catherine Maloney's next. Uh, Mr. Applewhite may stick around with us the rest of the show as well. Stick around. Hey, I want to thank Lee Applewhite for sitting in with us first half of the show. Quick reminder that head football coach Will Hall is on the Eagle Hour tomorrow along with assistant basketball coach Anthony Winchester. So uh, 
Plenty to talk to Coach Hall in particular about tomorrow. We're looking forward to that. And a postscript to our uh, discussion with Lee Applewhite. Eagle Club members that may be listening to this, the Eagle Club staff is getting together with the Eagle Club members to invite you to the annual Christmas party, the Eagle Club Christmas party. That's on Thursday, December 17th, I believe. 16th. 16th. Thursday, the 16th of December from 530 to 7. In the Touchdown Club. And be, be looking for your uh, email correspondence. And I think things may have gone out in the mail, too. So just bring, yeah, I've mine, bring an actually, unwrapped so they're, toy. They're on the way out. Bring an unwrapped toy, they ask. Okay. All right. Our next guest, we're always happy to have her on the show. One of our great sponsors of the Eagle Hour, and you hear us talk about them every day, is uh, D-Bad and D-1 Training. State-of-the-art, absolutely incredible facility on Hardy Street. Uh, really doing a lot of great things for athletes of all ages throughout the Pine Belt and uh, very generous in their support of the Eagle Hour. Catherine uh, Maloney manages uh, D-Bat. Catherine, we're glad to have you back on the show. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Well, we're good. Catherine, will you, before we get started, will you clarify something for our listeners, please? Every, seems like Confirm, not clarify. It confirm. seems like four or five times a week. Uh, Luke uh, blurts out that he ran a, what is it, 613, Kelly, 40-yard dash? Is that Five, two, two eight. Did you actually see this happen, Catherine? Um, I actually did. Really? Um, but, you know, I think they were having some trouble with the, the timer. Oh, the oh, 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 oh <laughs> now that, we know. You're on the naughty list now, Catherine. <laughs> don't, uh, be, don't be doing that. Oh, that was – and did you see when the hamstring popped? Could you tell when that had happened? Catherine? I did. Yeah, I did see that. We had to rush and get some ice. Um, and, so. and even if the number was accurate, what our listeners don't know is that Luke was in traction for eight days after. Correct. He could barely move for a week. Yeah, exactly right. He never brings that part up, does he? Yeah. Well, Catherine, we're always glad to have you on the Eagle Hour, and I wanted to invite you back because I know we're like 19 days away from Christmas, and – Something told me that there would be a lot of great Christmas gift ideas at DBAT, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about that today. For sure, um, of course we we do have some good options for the baseball or softball player in your life. Um, in our play shop, the biggest our our biggest gift is usually our wooden bat. Um, we've got wooden bats here, whole wall of them. So from youth sizes all the way up to adult, we have ash, maple, and bamboo hybrid type bats. So that's a big gift item for us. We got batting gloves. We've got um, any you know any accessory you might need for gloves, bats, all that good stuff. And then our other big item that we sell a lot of this time of year is our swing cards, um, which are basically gift cards that people can give and give them to people that they can come in and use our pitching machine. So we do a lot of that this time of year as well. It won't be too long, Catherine, before the kids are on Christmas break. And once they're on Christmas break, it's usually about six hours into the Christmas break. that they, I'm bored. There's nothing right. to do. So I'm sure you guys have lots of uh, camps set up over the holidays that the kids can keep busy. Yes, we do. We have our Christmas holiday camp coming up. It's going to be a three-day camp, um, December 20th through the 22nd. Um, and it'll be 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day, ages 6 to 13. You can sign up for all three days, or if you can only make two or one, you can do it that way as well. Uh, it's $45 a day, um, but our members do get a discount on that price. 
So that will be a good um, couple days before Christmas if parents need um, ideas of what to, to how to keep their kids busy or just, you know, we always have a, a lot of kids that come to our camps because they're fun and we have our instructors that run them. So that is what we have coming up for this month. Now, Catherine, could you buy someone a membership to DBAT or D1 training as a Christmas gift? Um, you could. Uh, the thing with our memberships is they're monthly, so you would have to set it up. And then if you wanted to only have it for the month, you would just let us know that. But you can. And the other thing that people like to do, I just talked to a guy this morning. He actually prepaid for about three lessons. Um, he did mm-hmm. some hitting lessons for his nephew. And that's another option that you could do is that he bought those lessons and then he'll have those available to him when he wants to come in and do a lesson. All right, Luke, you want to get in here with Catherine? Catherine, let's talk about the pro shop for a minute because uh, people forget, I mean, these you know, high school baseball teams, they're going to start you know, ramping it up as soon as school gets back. And, and you guys are the place to go in the Pine Belt, Easton, Rawlings, Oakley, Wilson, Franklin, everything you need. You talked about the wood bats, but obviously you got uh, metal bats there. And uh, when we're talking, you know, the type of gloves people want, A2000 with Wilson and then Rawlings, that's, that's what people want. It's a great Christmas present. For sure, yeah. We have, um, with our bats, we have some Easton. Um, I'm actually headed to Dallas at the end of this week. Um, DBAC conference and, like, annual meeting is going on, and they're going to have a lot of vendors down there at trade show. So we're going to be looking at some new vendors as well and hopefully getting those in here soon. Um, but, we, yeah, we always have new things. Um, Lizard Skin is a big one for us. Wilson, like you said. Easton, so any of any of those name brands, we have them here. And, and then uh, on the on the D one side, of course, the uh, seventy yard indoor um, track facility. And guys, I will not mention forty right there. So see, I just I had my opportunity so and I, just, I quit. Anyway, <laughs> if people haven't been been there to, I mean, they need to stop by and see what you guys have. And the reason why so many people sign up for memberships is because it's pretty amazing once you get in there. Yeah, for sure. We always recommend when, when people call or or write us online for them to come in and tour the place because it's a lot easier just to get a visual, get an idea of what we really do and what we can help them with, D1 and uh, on our side at DBAT. Once people are in here, usually they're sold. So we tell people to come and see us. We're open seven days a week. DBAT, I mean, D1's open six days a week. So there's always someone in here to help you with any questions you might have. Now, Catherine, I know you manage the D-Bat side, but for just a minute, let let our listeners who may be tuned in for, I don't know, maybe they haven't heard this in the past, uh, know about the D-1 side as well. So D-1 um, is an all-aspects like training facility, so they have trainers over there that are certified. They have strength classes, um, speed and agility classes. They have rookie classes for kids starting at age like six, I believe. And then all the way up through adults, um, you can do group classes and have a membership, or you could do individual one-on-one classes with an instructor. Um, And then they also have some guys that specialize in, like, football. There's, like, a a quarterback trainer. Um, I know we even have, like, some golf people and some volleyball people. So any sport, they can specialize a workout for you on that side. So it's pretty cool. 
um, what they do over there. One of the things that I have found unique about uh, about the entire facility is back when we were growing up, Bob, if you went to the, the pitching machines, it was just that old iron arm, you know, that kind of flailed, mm-hmm. but it only threw the, a, a fastball. And sometimes it would hit the tar- you know, sometimes it would get it over the plate, sometimes it wouldn't. But at that facility, if you're having trouble with breaking pitches, you can set the machine to throw nothing but curveballs. You can set the machines to throw cer- certain speeds. You can, I mean, there isn't anything that those machines can't simulate now if you're having trouble hitting a particular pitch. And softball or baseball alike, it, it's amazing, the machines at, at DBAT, how you can set them up exactly the way you want them. Yeah, I, and here's the thing, Catherine. We're going to be through the Christmas holidays here pretty quickly. January 1st is going to roll around, and baseball and softball season here in South Mississippi is just around the corner. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah, this is the time of year that we start um, really pushing our lessons and having people coming in, doing the memberships, using pitching machines, because once season here, we always say it's a little bit too late. You should have been doing it in the off season, in the winter months. Um, and hadn't been too cold. It's been the weather's actually been great, but we always like to say in the winter when it's a little cold outside or it's rainy like it is this week, we're a great place to come. People get their work in. Um, that way, they're prepared once season rolls around. And and teams, you'll start seeing teams as a whole come in there yes. and implement the facility. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All yeah, right, we have a team coming in tonight, so we're always having people in. All right, let us know, uh, let our listeners know how to reach you. We've got about 30 seconds. Uh, all the ways they can get in touch with you and, and the guys over on the D1 training side as well. Yep, you can call us. Give us a quick Google. We have a Facebook, Instagram page. We have a website, dbathattiesburg.com. Or, of course, just come in and we can help you. It's always a pleasure to have you on the Eagle Hour, and uh, on behalf of all the guys, I want to thank you guys for uh, sponsoring the show and being a part of the Eagle Hour family, Catherine. For sure. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, Bob. Yes, Catherine Maloney, D-back. Go ahead. Say it with me, Bob. Five, 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 two, two, eight. Eight. (laughs) Hammy pool. You should add that, right? And I've never heard the term quick Google. Give us a quick Google. Yeah, that's new. That is, yeah. Something new every day on the I'm always up for a quick Google. We'll be back. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Final segment on this Tuesday brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill. What they have today, they had hamburger steak, patted hamburger steak, green beans, rice, and tomato gravy and toast, and it was all $8.95, only $8.95 with a drink. Happens every day. If you will go on their Facebook page, 
probably about 9, 9.30 in the morning, maybe sometimes 10 o'clock, you will see what the menu is for the day at 4th Street Bar and Grill. And they're not going to cheat you on portions either. No, it's lots they of don't. food. It is a, it's a lot of food. Yeah, they're, they're the cardiologist's best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they never do. All right, several Golden Eagle football players named to Conference USA. Uh, all conference teams today. On the first team, special teams, Cam Harrell from Southern Miss as the kick returner. Second team offense, Jason Brownlee. Honorable mention offense, Frank Gore Jr., Kalik Washington on defense, Josh Carr Jr., Santrell Latham, Hayes Maples, Malik Shorts, and then Mason Hunt on special teams. So congratulations to those Golden Eagles uh, for sure. A couple shout-outs to former Southern Miss uh, coaches. Uh, Blake Anderson over the weekend uh, won the Mountain West Conference, uh, really shellacked uh, San Diego State, and that was that was a, a, a ranked team. So Blake Anderson, the former offensive coordinator um, for Southern Miss, wins a Mountain West championship as they defeat San Diego State by a score of 46-13. All reports indicate that Matt Kubik will go back to Monroe as the offensive coordinator. Of course, he helped Chip Builder back this last weekend and this season win a 4A state championship at Columbia High School. But all the uh, social media and the Twitters indicate that um, Matt Kubik will be headed back to his old position as the OC um, at Monroe. Wanted to mention this also, guys. Uh, Heath mentioned yesterday that junior running back Dante Dowdell for or Dowdle from from Picayune. Um, we we offered him after watching him dominate uh, in the. 5A state championship game Saturday night. Guys, I've been watching Picayune play a lot because of, you know, Laurel or West Jones in the playoffs. They usually have to take on Picayune. This is the best Picayune back that I've seen in, in quite a while. 6'1, 6'2, 215. This year, carried the ball 304 times for 2,406 yards and 26 touchdowns. And he's a junior. So Southern Miss offered him over the weekend. That was his first uh, FBS offer. Hopefully, uh, he will commit. Later on, but uh, Dante Dowdle, a guy from Picayune High School that Southern Miss fans need to be aware of. Bob, we got a toy drive going on right now also. Yes, we do this every year, and we want to reach out to our Eagle Hour listeners and and sincerely ask you to help us with this. Uh, We raise toys every year for Homes of Hope Children's Charity in Purvis. It's a wonderful facility that provides a a loving and structured home uh, based on Christian values for kids that have no home uh, to call their own, if you can imagine that. Uh, we raise toys for them every year. This year, as always, we're working in conjunction with Corner Market Food Stores, uh, the Citizens Bank. Uh, also this year, uh, happy to have uh, Mississippi Made and more, and uh, Keith Co. Foods, uh, Keith Co. Convenience Stores uh, joining us. We've got toy boxes set up at every corner market in Hattiesburg. You'll find one at Mississippi Made and more behind Nukes on uh, Highway 98. Also on Highway 98 at The Citizens Bank. We will be at the corner market in Midtown on the 17th of December, along with Gerard's Midday Show broadcasting the Eagle Hour, where we culminate the toy drive. We had a huge, also don't let me fail to mention, uh, Spartan Mosquito Company, a big sponsor in the toy drive, Spartan Mosquito. Huge turnout last year, great, great donation. Uh, We're hoping for more of the same this year. So please pick up a toy when you're out shopping and drop one in a a location box at Corner Market, Mississippi Made, and more, the Citizens Bank. There are three locations in Purvis, too, and I will get those locations out uh, to you tomorrow. I apologize for not uh, being prepared for this, but the three drop-off locations in Purvis as well. 
And we had an enormous turnout uh, from the people in Purvis last year uh, and Spartan Mosquito, so we want to thank them. And, guys, we look forward to being down there on the 17th. That's always fun. You know, people Absolutely. people in Mississippi always get made fun of, you know, when you go across the country. Oh, Mississippi, you know, they're not educated. They're not this. They're not that poorest state. And I always point out, I said, what you're saying is factual. But I said, you know, what? what is also factual is that Mississippi is number one in charitable giving. Yep. So I said, that tells you about the quality of people there. The quality of a person is not determined by how much money you make. It's how much, you know, you're, you're able to, to give to other people. And remember, you know, our Lord said he didn't come here to, to be served, but to serve. And if you've got the means and can help, this, this is an easy way. And you don't have to have a lot of means. Just no. pick up. Any you know, toy, any toy yeah. is appreciated by these kids. And we see them every year when they come to get the toys. And, you know, it is Christmas for them. And uh, it's a great way, I believe, to uh, celebrate the real meaning of the holiday. Absolutely. One of the best gifts that I'm, that I'm given every year is the opportunity to work with one Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. The Luke Johnson that ran the what, Luke? What was it? The five, four, three? <laughs> five, two, eight. Five, hey, two, Bob, eight. Yeah. speaking of great, enormous, huge, I'm sure some of those kids would appreciate a Taylor uh, Heineke um, jersey, right? Such an iconic franchise. Absolutely. We, did, we need to talk about tomorrow the two teams that have not lost a game since October. And who would they be, Kelly? They would be the New England Patriots and and who Kelly who the Washington such, football team. But such, I wanna, an, such an iconic franchise. Iconic hey, Mac Jones went two or three last night, but guess what? He's they no won. super back. He is no super back. Yeah. I think Luke just said something about a Heineken. What was and that? And they won again, of course. <laughs> All right, uh, football coach Will Hall, basketball coach Anthony Winchester, Eagle Hour tomorrow at one o'clock. Hope you'll join us. Southern Miss to, to the, the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.